1: Hey Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck and I'm here with Robin Boyd and we want to wish everybody a happy upcoming Memorial Day. If you're downloading this podcast, uh, know that our information other than Rob's Gab Fest and my Gab Fest in the beginning is Something that can last for years and years because we've got these great guests today, Rob. We've got Merriam Webster. She's going to talk about PTSD and uh, some different ways that we can deal with uh, the fallout effects of the, you know, we call it a family issue over here. We know that it doesn't just affect uh, the service member, but it affects the kids, the wives, the parents and the friends. Mm-hmm. Uh so uh and then we're gonna round out the show with Jackie Silver who's gonna come in from Florida, our anti aging expert, and she's gonna talk about <laughs> some foods and things that can help us in stressful situations. So we're gonna round out like mind, body and spirit. I could pray if you need to <laughs>
2: A wonderful, wonderful show, and, and how these go hand in hand, because I think Miriam has just defied every odds there there ever were, and Jackie, in her own way, has kind of done the same thing, uh, has just begun aging backwards to be a, a movement that we all can uh, jump on the bandwagon and become a part of. So both women, so inspiring and, and just really going to give you the charge you need, not only for this week, but I hope for moving forward in your life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I ate way too much brownie batter today. I just have to tell you, in (laughs) preparation for Memorial Day, you know, and I never do this. This is why I don't cook brownies or cakes. I had the spatula in there. I ate all the stuff stuck to the sides like I was five years old.
2: Isn't it awful? I do the same thing, Sand. If, if I'm cooking something, there's just no way I can put And I try really hard. I take the beaters off, and I try and put them right in the sink. But darn if that just doesn't go right on the tongue.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, are you kidding? I was licking the bowl. I had my whole hand in there. I was like, oh, this is so good. And I think of all the health warnings, like, you know, don't eat raw eggs. Like, there goes oh, no. raw eggs. And, you know, the <laughs> salmonella surprise.
3: Uh, do
2: you have um a lot of things going on in your area for memorial day do you do you have parades and stuff
1: um we do an event down uh yeah los angeles has a ton of them and we do an (laughs) event in our town uh you know down at the town park where we have our own memorial um and then for me personally i wasn't planning on anything but since i got like five or six texts today going are we coming to your house for memorial day because Ah last 10 years <laughs> so apparently i'm having a party <laughs>
2: well cool <laughs> if i start packing now and he can get my airline tickets maybe i could come on out and have a party I with you
1: know, are coming i'm like oh crap i gotta wash off all the outdoor furniture you know that's been sitting there in the dirt uh, you know, for a year and, and clean the pool and, you know, but it's good because it, I don't know about you, but I will not clean until forced to do so. Oh, you know, yeah. I mean, I have a purpose clean, but when people come over, you really give the house a good once over.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I know. It's like, oh my goodness, you know, we, you kind of overlook things and especially all of us are working. You guys with kids have, have issues to just try to make sure everybody's got the clean socks and, and underwear on, but it, it's just, um, yeah, Yeah, it's hard to keep up with everything. And thank goodness we're not in in a June Cleaver environment anymore. We don't have to be house beautiful all the time. We want to be lived in. But, you know, yeah, it does feel good to kind of get the place tidied up when you know company's coming.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's the only way. Though I don't have a vacuum cleaner, I am telling you, like week two without the vacuum cleaner and four dogs and two kids and an old man later. (laughs) I gotta tell you, I'm about ready to go out and buy a new one. You know, and I hate to buy a new one because I only need the bands, but you know, it's one of these relics, but it's a really good vacuum cleaner, and I swear. I swear, I swear, I swear, it's ancient, and it needs to get, I need to get a new one, but, and the bands now are on back order, so hopefully they'll be cheap
2: thing anymore, and if you get the cheaper ones, you pay for it in the long run, because then you're realizing that you're not getting things clean, or, or whatever, I don't, it's, 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 it's challenging. It is, and it's not
1: fun, nobody goes, oh boy, guess what I'm doing this weekend, (laughs) shopping for a (laughs) vacuum.
2: I just call my daughter. My daughter is one of those people who just investigates everything to the nth degree, and I'll just say, Emily, where should I go for a French press, or what should I, you know, what should I do? Like I had asked you about a NutriBullet and what off. I just called Emily, and oh my word, she just gave me every consumer report I needed on on a juicer, on a on a. <laughs> everything that they possibly could have needed i mean she's just a riot but that's that's my little directory i don't have to go to skype or i mean uh, google i just go right to to emily
1: <laughs> oh that's great i'm gonna call her up Go, okay emily i might need a new vacuum
2: yeah or she's the one if you need an airline ticket or whatever i keep telling her she should open up a travel um planning um vacation planning business because she's just one of those people that finds the deals and knows when to buy what and how to get what and uh, we just say oh we want to go here what 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 can you get us for a deal oh i can get that for 79 dollars round trip oh my word she does it i don't know how she does it
1: (laughs) she could have her own website like emily's list instead of you
2: know you know Oh, i know i know but that's what you got to do these days you know you have to economize in the best way you possibly can and it takes work you know, and sometimes we just don't have that kind of time you you want to just be able to say oh i i just need to get to new jersey tomorrow and what's the fastest way oh it's, it's going to cost me nine hundred dollars yeah okay fine i gotta get there tomorrow it's mm-hmm. that's it's just insane it is it
1: is well and the thing is you're right about the time thing like this is so ridiculous In edwards air force Base, the the closest walmart i think is like like i don't know 40 minutes from housing and and you know it's just a pain it's like you can't run over there every five minutes there's no local grocery store so i am all over amazon and it's 79 dollars you pay for the year and get free mm-hmm. shipping I order, I can't even tell you the stuff I order, Rob. I'm down to ordering, like, toilet paper and drain cleaner, because, you know, you don't pay extra for shipping. And when I look at, you know, first of all, the time, which I don't have, mm-hmm. and like, today mm-hmm. I've got a kid that's homesick. I'm trying to find another parent to pick up my other kid from school while I'm on the air. mm mm-hmm where am where in this scenario am i getting you know 30 minutes each way to the grocery store or you know and we're low on toilet paper so i just went right. on even though i'm paying a little bit more online you know but not that much more and then i look at the you know i'm going to burn a half a tank of gas just to get right. there
2: and that takes care of whatever shipping you are paying with Amazon. We've talked about this before on the show. How And especially if you are somebody who ends up moving a lot because of your service-related careers, that means that you, you've got to find new new locations. And if you're just an Amazon um, Prime customer, you just continue and just change your address and, and have all of these. It's such a smart way to shop. It really is. And I bet it is more economical when you really boil down everything and and take a look at that well it's it's
1: economical, and then the other thing, and I know every mom out there listening today will will understand this when I say this the idea of me getting a sick ten year old an exhausted mm-hmm. five year old in the minivan when it's ninety seven degrees out to haul ass over to Walmart for toilet paper and you know do you imagine just for a second there just go back in time, Rob, when your kids were elementary mm-hmm. school mm-hmm. and Take them to buy toilet paper and Drano and Lysol and Cascade. You know, we
2: when my kids were little, we didn't have those drive-through pharmacies. And to me, that's the smartest thing. If you've got a sick kid, you have to go out. But yeah, that's really you're you're right. It's really really tough.
1: Yeah, and most of the military wives with kids, like the ones especially in my neighborhood, you know, a lot of the guys are on deployment right now, and they're in the same boat as me. You know, I've got a girlfriend, her daughter's homesick, because I called her, and I'm like, can you pick up Zach? She's like, no, I'm homesick, you know, with Allison, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm out now, so yes. now, no. Good luck with that
2: one. I know. You know, Sam, we've only got a couple of minutes before the break, and I did want to just put a couple of things out there for um, celebrating Memorial Day. Um, there's an, Of course, we have the picnics, and, of course, we love to uh, take that extra day to just get our houses ready. But I also wanted to remind people, you know, to take out your flag and fly it. And if you have a mast, make sure that you fly it at half mast until at least noontime. Um, There's a lot of ways to honor vets, and and we certainly go to memorials and whatnot, but I also know in our area we have a lot of people who visit – go with the uh, American Legion Auxiliaries and visit the VA centers and the VA homes and the VA hospitals and there are oftentimes the auxiliary have things that they could use some help with whether it be to uh, collect toiletries or, or whatnot the family readiness groups usually through either the uh, National Guard or any other uh, point that's local to you is a great way to find out other ways of helping the military families in your area and it uh, if you need more uh, support on things, just Google it and find out what's in your area. Coming up after the break, we have Miriam Webster. She is a popular San Francisco, California area inspirational speaker. She's a best selling self help author, energy psychologist, coach, and trainer. And she helps people with extreme challenges. And boy, if she isn't one who knows what she's talking about, uh, she has been there and she has done it. And she's going to tell you in no uncertain terms that you can can do it too do stay tuned we'll be right back on military mom talk radio with merriam webster don't go away
0: Are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system, keeping the home fires burning? Well, that's what we're here for. It's Military Mom Talk Radio with Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd, and we'll be right back after these.
4: Do holidays and celebrations get you down and leave you feeling frazzled? Then join Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, 11 a.m. Central on Toginet.com. Sandy will help you discover the secrets to having the celebrations you've always dreamed of while adding fun and meaning to your life. From Valentine's Day to Christmas to special family events, Sandy Fowler will show you how to put the fun and meaning back into those special days by taking a look at what we can do to turn the upcoming holidays into cherished memories and show us how to allow it to intertwine with everyday life. For more on the show, Sandy, and to receive Sandy's Holiday Happiness Booklet, go to heartfilledholidays.com. Then get set to discover the secrets to creating happy holidays and happy everydays by joining Sandy Fowler and her guests on Heartfilled Holidays every Monday at noon, Eastern Standard Time on toginet.com.
5: We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through Today's Note to Self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature's Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com.
1: Hey, Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd, and we're going to bring on our next guest, Merriam Webster, and I want to say something uh, before we uh, bring our guest on, Rob. I have really strong feelings about this because of my friends and my family members who have experienced a service member with PTSD, and I know that there's all sorts of stigmas around it, and people talk about it, and a lot of my military friends are horrified. When I ask them if their husbands ever experienced this or I ask my combat friends and mm-hmm. they're like, absolutely not. Oh, no, absolutely not. You know, and what I found is that a lot of people experienced it to a greater or lesser extent. But what I've seen over the f- past years, especially over the past 10 years in this war is that post-traumatic stress is a family affair it's a family event it's a family diagnosis it doesn't exist in a vacuum and there are many people listening today who are wives or children or mothers or fathers of a service member who is suffering who may or may not acknowledge that suffering but all that suffering boils over to the family members so we've had many shows on PTSD what it is how it happens you know and we've done a lot of those things to death. But today I really want to emphasize on the the family issues of post-traumatic stress with the service member because it really does affect everybody differently. It definitely does.
2: And You know, it even spills over to not even military people. Think of all of our uh, freedom fighters, all of our police force, our firemen. Some of the things that our firefighters are facing and have faced and have to face every single day are extremely challenging. And it's something that we all as a community need to support and be able to. Except because, of course, in my husband's day, that was almost like you just couldn't even acknowledge that that diagnosis. There was just this was no, no, no. It it is not a part of my life. And I'm glad things are changing.
1: I'm glad, too, because, you know, Rob, just from a, you know, a real grassroots perspective, you don't mm-hmm. take a happy, healthy human being and shove him in a car accident or shoot at him or, mm-hmm. you know, drop a bomb behind him, you know, whether you're in Israel or Afghanistan or Korea right. and not expect that person to come away with some sort of, you know, we've called it battle fatigue, shell shock, you know, PTSD. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea that we label it as a stigma, I'm just going to say it is so stupid because we're human beings we're affected by the things around us so why should going to war be any different
2: that's exactly right that's exactly right um tell us about Miriam Miriam are you with us do we have Miriam
1: Webster hi yes I'm here can you hear me
2: there we I can. can hear
1: you loud and clear. Welcome to the show, Miriam. Uh, I would like you to introduce yourself because you have so many wonderful, um, credible experiences that have come together to the person you are today, and I really can't do justice to it. So I, I welcome you to introduce yourself to our listeners.
3: Well, thank you, Sandra. I appreciate it. And first of off, I'm going to say that I'm an Army brat. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad was uh, in the Army in Quartermaster's Corps, and he was one of the first wave of officers to go over to Paris. just he said they were kicking the last of the Nazis out just as me and my men rolled into town. Wow. So that, yeah. And uh, he had his own uh, issues with post-traumatic stress syndrome. And this was back in the '50s, it was not treated. I I came along much later in the 60s, and uh, by then they were basically giving the men as many pills as they wanted, depressants and painkillers, because my dad had a primary injury of a broken back, and so he was on quite a few depressive medications that tend to be even now when some doctors, if it depends on how well educated they are, if they will recognize PTSD for what it is, apart from when you have another injury, a physical injury. So sometimes it's not even recognized. As savvy as we are today, and you're so right in saying that it was a, it's a family affair because I know my mother. Um, there were some terrible incidents of abuse towards my mother and myself. I'm an only child, uh, and we didn't know, we, you know, nobody knew back then it was a man's prerogative to, to hit his woman and child, and unless it was really excessive, nobody really said much about it. And recently, Patrick Stewart has come out, our favorite Enterprise captain on uh, uh-huh. on Star Trek, has come out and said that his family was a family where domestic violence happened, and he came out in support... Uh, and, and, of course, he's British and support of a British charity called Refuge that's available at refuge.org.uk, if, if we have some U.K. listeners. And then he found out later that his father was suffering severe PTSD from having been in World War I that he had never had treated, as most of the, of the men did not have treatment back then, just as a matter of course. And there is a, also a U.K. organization that Sir Patrick has hooked up to called combatstress.org.uk. And I want to say for the American and perhaps Canadian and listeners and everybody else around the world that might be listening in, go to these uh, these places anyway, even if they're not in your country, because there's a lot of good info there. And I also want to say that you might want to have a pen or paper handy, because I'm going to be giving out a lot of web addresses, places you can go for more information and support. But to get back a little bit to me, I uh, eventually grew up, got rid of my uh, problems in the uh, dad and post-traumatic stress area, became a psychologist. Um, Then I, too, actually was in a car accident, was rear-ended by a drunk driver and broke my back. I was a paraplegic for many years. And then I taught myself to walk again when doctors said I couldn't. Part of the methods I used to teach myself to walk again and deal with the excruciating pain I experienced are the same methods I use today to teach women everywhere how to deal with both physical and emotional symptoms. And they're broadly called energy therapies. Now, you might have heard of one or two of them. I think the one people have probably heard of most is emotional freedom technique, EFT, or it's sometimes called tapping. Tapping. And I want to direct everyone here, whether you're... Um, a mom, if you've got a son or daughter in the military, or, you know, mom, dad, or anyone else, battletap.org, B-A-T-T-L-E-T-A-P dot org. That, this is an organization of former veterans, well, of veterans, former active service members, and, uh, PhDs, psychologists, social workers, and so on, who are, actively advocating to have this very, very powerful technique used and taught at the pan-military level. So we want this in the in the Army, the Air Force, the Marines, the Navy, the Coast Guard, wherever you have that kind of stress associated in the, you know, also domestically, and you mentioned the firemen and emergency mm-hmm. uh, room uh, tech, emergency uh, operators of emergency vehicles. Uh, we all have that kind of stress. I know I've uh, been a uh, worker in domestic violence shelters myself, and when you're just hearing about it secondhand, you also have the same kind of stress. That it can end up as post traumatic stress syndrome if it's not treated. And this is one of the most prevalent methods we use to treat ourselves so that we don't end up with the uh, mm-hmm. secondary PTSD. That's what I call it primary, if you've experienced it firsthand, and secondary, mm-hmm. if, it, and they're, by the way, they're both just as valid as each other, but secondary, if you're just hearing about someone's experiences. Okay? Mm-hmm.
2: Miriam, we have about three minutes before our next commercial break. And before we go to break, I'd like to just ask you if there was one turning point that may have given you this inner strength to find this forward mental motion, or did you have that real struggle uh, that most of us do have when we're faced with something as severe as what you were facing physically?
3: When I was paralyzed, I was told I would never walk again and to get a wheelchair and just get over myself because I kept insisting, no, I'm going to make myself walk again. And I think that, uh, for one thing, I knew that I didn't have a choice. If faced with somebody telling me no consistently all the time, I'm just stubborn enough to say F you. And I think you come to that F you point of you will not dictate how my life is to be if that if that is a horrible vision if that is a vision of, of doom gloom and distress i do not accept that and i came to that point after a very long time of feeling sorry for myself and moping about it and you know this is a couple of years of just feeling like utter crap and like i'm a worthless human being and there's nothing left for me now and then i got angry uh, because it was just, they had to, this one particular doctor, and he was an arrogant SOB, and he told me just one mm-hmm. too many times, you just need to get over yourself. And mm. I reared up on my hind legs as much as I was able to in those days. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I said, F you. And that was the beginning, and I think you really have to get to that point, uh, the beginning of me taking charge of my own life and getting out of that, uh, you know, for me it was a hospital bed. I refused to accept a wheelchair.
2: I was in a bed. Wow. I can only imagine the the physical struggle, but I can only imagine how determined you must have been in order to accomplish what you have done. And then... Turn this around, and to be able to inspire so many other people as you have done. Uh, We're speaking today with Merriam Webster. If you want to learn a little bit more about Merriam Webster, she is at Merriam, and that's M A R Y A M webster.com she's going to be back with us on the other side of the break we're going to talk a lot more about some of the methods that she has developed and that she is very uh, uh, adept in coaching other people in um, finding their new journey and finding their strength to say F you to whoever is telling you no be back in just a moment with Mary webster
0: are you a military mom looking for help in dealing with the system keeping the home fires burning well that's what we're here for it's military mom talk radio with sandra beck and
6: robin boyd and we'll be right back after these be sure to register your copy of sam at www.spatialaudio.com You'll feel warm and squishy inside once you do.
5: Join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Helen Wu was born and raised in San Francisco's Chinatown. And after a very difficult upbringing, fighting depression, abuse, and addictions, she finally finds herself genuinely happy inside and out. Helen believes in taking our positive thinking and doing something positive to achieve a positive outcome. She's here to make a positive difference in your life, to be your game changer, your aha moment mentor. She's ready to help both men and women get into a better place. Helen Wu is also the author of Self-Aid Success Stories, 25 Success Stories from Successful Entrepreneurs. Inspired by Ellen DeGeneres, Helen wants the world to know that just because we find ourselves in a difficult situation doesn't mean we have to stay there. We can aid ourselves to a better life. So join us for Self-Aid Success Stories with Helen Wu. Wednesday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Because
7: there ain't no doubt I love this land. God bless the USA.
0: Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on toginet.com
1: Hey, military moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd. And Robin, I just want to announce to everybody that we've got a landmark coming up on September 8th for those of you that are regular listeners. We're going to be celebrating our 200th show in September, so you're not going to want to miss that. You're going to want to tune in on September 8th. We've done many shows over the past five years uh, on post traumatic stress, and today's focus, we're going to bring it uh, close to home. We're going to talk about Uh, post-traumatic stress and how it affects uh, the family and Rob I've got some emails here in front of me and Mm -hmm. some posts that the girls have sent to me uh, from our sphere of influence uh, prior to the show that talk about how they have these feelings, um, emotional responses to the traumas that their soldier husbands, or well, one's a Marine, uh, two of them are soldiers uh, when I'm looking through this, have have what has happened to them over in Iraq and Afghanistan, respectively. So I would love to talk with Miriam webster a little bit about that um, kind of ripple effect. Um, Miriam, I've got the emails here, and what the girls are telling me is, you know, they feel anxious, they feel nervous, they feel, you know, uncomfortable in their own skin, Mm -hmm. and it's almost as if, they love the man that they married but both of them have expressed to me that they're afraid for him and they can be afraid of him with respect to their children and themselves and that's something that they've never experienced before in their union how unreasonable is that with respect to what you know about post-traumatic stress
3: well that's very very common very common and it, it's like being, I've had it described to me like being married to a Jekyll and Hyde. So he's perfectly fine one minute, and then a car backfires on the street, and all of a sudden he's screaming, hitting the deck, and, and hitting the children on their backs to force them down to the floor. This, right. is, this is a um, typical response, absolutely typical. And you're standing there scared out of your wits, thinking, oh my God, is it going to hurt the kids? Well, First of all, I think we have to recognize that this is a programmed response. There's a a structure in the brain known as the amygdala. The entire, actually, is part of the hippocampus, and it's it's designed to keep us safe. And it was created way back in the caveman period uh, to keep us safe from predators. And so when we heard a sharp sound like that, it told us to hit the deck. The, it got reinforced again and again and again and again when we would hear that sharp sound and then all of a sudden there's a predator leaping out of the undergrowth, right? With our military guys and gals, it gets reinforced by being in a battle situation. And it doesn't turn off. There's no off switch. So when they come back home, it's not like they can revert to quote, quote, normal. There is no normal. That hit the deck thing has become their new normal. Also, you know, it's not unusual to have, for them to have hallucinations, have, to have visual or auditory hallucinations where they're seeing or hearing things that they truly believe are there. This is not their fault. They're not doing it with malice aforethought. They're doing it because they are programmed to do so by this very primitive piece of our brains. Now, this is a normal piece that all of us have, and its desire is to keep us safe. Just keep that in the back of your minds. I know it's it's tough when you're seeing your partner, you're doing things that it look dangerous and are dangerous, but the overriding desire is to keep himself and those children and perhaps you safe, but he might see you as an enemy or the children as an enemy. So depending on the severity of the reactions there, you need to absolutely come out of the woodwork and get yourself some help. The... These things flourish and get worse. PTSD flourishes and gets worse with what we call the conspiracy of silence because no one wants to admit to it. No one wants to say that themselves or their partner are having a problem. But as long as you keep that thing silent, it festers like a sore. It's like an open sore. It festers and it gets worse and it gets worse and it grows. It's like a cancer that eats you out from the inside and it eats the family from the inside and it becomes more and more dangerous a situation. Even if, and I want to emphasize this, even if there are no overtly physical acts, like if, If your partner is not overtly physically slapping you or the kids around or overtly physically, you know, barring you from leaving a place, for instance, there are subtle ways in which even mild PTSD can affect, deeply affect children, you you and your children when those kids grow up to the point where they're going to need intense therapy when they grow up in order to become normal individuals. So there becomes a process where the kids are watching what's going on and they know dad or or mom is not right in the head. They may not have words for it, but they know that that's the case. You're not keeping it from them by maintaining a cheerful front. Okay. And you're not doing anybody any favors. So get out, get some help. I want to give some resources where people can do that. Can I, can I do that now?
2: Of course. By all means. Absolutely.
3: Also, since my name is so such a hard thing to spell, I have an easier way you can get to my website. It's everywomanchanges dot com. Every changes, and you'll be right on my website. That's easy for people to remember. So again, I, I want to give out um <clears throat> excuse me. Battletap B A T T L E T A P dot org. Battletap dot org. And battletap dot org is a place where you have the um Basically, these are people who have been in battle, veterans helping veterans. And what we see a whole lot is, well, my CO won't listen to me. Or my CO just tells me to stop being lazy or stop being a jerk-off. And you get absolutely no action within your unit. So this is for the people that are actively uh, deployed right now and they are experiencing this kind of thing. Go to Battletap.org. You can go to the uh, link, the home link, and there's a drop down. Go to About Us. And the board of directors, the president of this thing is Sandra Wiseman, and she is uh, she's served on several Senate committees and as a senior legislative assistant in the U.S. House of Representatives. So she knows her stuff around navigating the legal system. The vice president is a colleague of mine, Jerry Wesch. He is a clinical psychologist, former U.S. Air Force officer, and he's currently working as director on the Warrior Combat Stress Reset Program at the C.R. Darnell U.S. Army Medical Center. So he's involved. These two people are involved at the high level. And if you and their, their emails are right here, and if you write them, they will tell you how to talk to your CEO, or perhaps even contact them themselves. So they they are a gateway. These people are a gateway to more uh, information about how to get this dealt with if you're receiving pushback. Also, go to Battletap.org, whether you're a partner, a spouse, or whether you are actively deployed yourself, and sign up, learn what's there. By the way, nobody's keeping track of you. This is not a tracking website. You won't be assigned a cookie there's absolutely nothing except you log in with a secure login, so you can save your sessions, but this is a, a website dedicated to your privacy. So whatever you put in there remains there. It is not it can cannot be requisitioned by your unit, by your CEO, by anybody, okay? That was one thing I wanted to make sure of was that it was going to be private for people, and it is. But you can learn this technique, emotional freedom technique there, use it, and it is responsible for resolving post-traumatic stress in about 80% of the cases that we're seeing. So this is people using it by themselves, by the way, without a therapist, you know, standing over them, which is great. It's phenomenally successful.
2: And how empowering that is for, say, a spouse to at least have the resource like Battletap.org to be able to go and say, I need support, I need help, I need to know what to do, and know that they can discuss this in confidence. That's tremendous.
3: Exactly. And I have one more for especially for spouses especially for spouses. And this is, again, a place where your privacy is maintained. And this is the National Domestic Violence Hotline. If you are scared for your life, if you are actively being beat on, if you're being restrained and not allowed freedom of movement in your home or anywhere else outside, if your spouse keeps tabs on you outside and above and beyond what is normal, you need to Get in touch with these people. If, if only to discover, hey, is what I'm experiencing, is that, does that qualify as domestic abuse? And then get help. Again, very private, and it's thehotline.org, thehotline.org, and there's a number. It's 1-800-799-7233, one 800 799 And they're available 24-7. There are no fees. You don't have to give your name. There absolutely is no judgment. They're there for you to help you out. So get some help, figure out what you actually have going on, and then get the forward momentum to deal with it. I have a resource I'd like to offer in form of a little process people can do just for themselves when we're ready for that, Sandra. So, Sandra, Robin, tell me when that's appropriate.
2: We've got about two minutes before the break, so why don't we, um, whatever other resource that you have, Mary, and we want to make sure that we get that right on out there.
3: Okay. This is really simple, and uh, I think I showed this to Sandra. So th- this is really <laughs> simple. You know how when you... Um, when you know somebody's lying to you and you get that sick feeling in the pit of your stomach, oh, God, you know, <laughs> seriously. <laughs> and, or if you just are in a rotten deal with, with somebody and you know that if you take, if you take a deal or if you, you know, if you go down that pathway, it's just going to turn out bad and then it does, and you have that kind of sick feeling in the pit of your stomach, your stomach is one of these places that tells you the absolute truth all the freaking time. And it will tell mm-hmm. you, like, when you, when you fall in love with somebody, uh, you know how your stomach, you kind of feel like the butterfly feeling, but, if, but it kind of feels good <laughs> as, as well. So it will tell you good and bad, yes and no. It's a kind of a digital mechanism. Your body is a huge fee- feedback unit. So if you use this inbuilt gift that you have, it will tell you what to do every single time. So if you're facing a, a big decision, You want to put your hand on your stomach, one hand on your stomach, and just say, "Hey, what do I do?" And there's another place in the body that's even more powerful, and it also works in concert with the stomach, and that is the heart. So you know how when you when you feel when you when you first held your baby, or when you look at a little cute puppy or kitten, and you get that, oh, it's so sweet," you know, and you just a feeling of love.
2: We do have to say goodbye, and before the commercial comes in, I want to make sure we have everywomanchanges.com for everybody to visit you and learn all the more about you and to be all the more inspired by you. Miriam webster thanks for being with us go today. Go to
3: those two places. They will never fail you. <laughs> Thank you, dear.
2: Coming up, Jackie Silver is Aging Backwards.
5: Fired, downsized, right-sized, or re-engineered out of a job? Are you unemployed or anticipate that possibility? Then tune in for Successfully Unemployed, hosted by Alan Sherwood, MBA, president of Sherwood Consulting Service. Successfully Unemployed will provide you a hope-filled and comprehensive approach to the job search process from an author who's experienced it all. Alan and his guests will cover all dimensions of a job search. Physical tasks, mental attitude, emotional health, even one spiritual perspective. All must be integrated in order for a person to be successfully unemployed so they can then be successfully employed. This show is designed to help you move forward from job loss to finding or creating more fulfilling work. For more on Alan Sherwood, MBA, and the show, check out his website, SuccessfullyUnemployed.com. Then join us for Successfully Unemployed with Alan Sherwood, MBA. Thursday nights at 8, 7 Central here on toginet.com.
6: Are you stuck in a rut? Wondering if there's more than a 9 to 5? Do you ever yell out, is this all there is? Then join Alaska Coach Keith's radio show where we'll focus on transition, career revitalization, and freedom. Keith will discuss tips and tricks for developing and living to our highest potential. It's time we dusted off our dreams and became alive with purpose. Keith will share lessons he's learned from a 20-year study of career engagement, motivation, and personal leadership. He'll interview experts and authors who know both struggle and triumph. You may even get a chance to bring your biggest challenge to the radio for an on-the-spot coaching with Keith. Join Alaska Coach Keith each week. Conceive, believe, achieve. Heard every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Central, right here.
0: Welcome back to Military Mom Talk Radio on TogiNet.com covering topics to help on the home front with help from those who know how the system works and how to work the system. It's more fun than a sale at the BX. Now let's get back to it. It's Military Mom Talk Radio. Here again are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey,
1: Military Moms. This is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Robin Boyd today. And isn't she
2: amazing, Rob? She is so so outstanding truly amazing i i love women who have just been there and are able to just tell you you can do it whatever is your challenge whatever is your fear whatever is your uh burden there is going to be something that is going to turn in you and you're going to do it you've just you just got to Put that mindset in you, and, and she's going to give it to you. <laughs> she's going to make sure you've got that mindset.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, it's just... You know, she's outstanding, and you know, I love that she can. She gave a lot of great resources for those of yeah. you that missed the first half of the show or the first three quarters of the show. You can pick us up on iTunes, you can pick us up on TogiNetRadio.com. You can also find us on our namesake website, uh, Military Mom We've got Merriam Webster on there as well as many other experts. Uh, there are so many different things that affect the military family, and we do our very best over here to try to bring you uh, not only the these great experts, but different points of view and maybe some things that, uh, you know, you're not aware of or exposed to uh, so that we can broaden people's horizons to make their military family experience, you know, the best possible. Uh, We're going to bring on another expert right now, and we're going to talk about food with relation to reducing stress and anxiety because a family suffering from uh, post-traumatic stress with one or more of its members, I have some friends who are father and son serving um, and they've kind of got the double whammy there. The, The responsibility of the homeostatic condition of the family often follows the wife around or the mother around, it's our job and um, so I'm really happy to have Jackie Silver coming on to talk about uh, what we can do nutritionally to help our bodies when we're under prolonged stress. And deployments are stressful, uh, overseas uh, travel and and living situations are stressful. So Jackie, I know you've got some great things for our military family to
7: help us de-stress through our nutrition. Um, what do you got for us this week? Well, I love that you asked me to talk about this because this is actually one of my favorite topics because, you know, my brand is called Aging Backwards and nothing ages you faster than stress. So we want to talk about stress relieving foods. And the first thing I got to do, because I do everything backwardsly, is to tell you that a stress causing food is sugar. So number one is as much as you can to cut out, you know, white sugar and anything that that is sweet. Candy, cookies, cake, ice cream, those are usually the first things we turn to when we're stressed out, and that's really just not a good idea. Now, what kind of foods are good for de-stressing? Surprisingly, oranges are really good for de-stressing because vitamin C has been shown to increase the serotonin levels, which is the feel-good hormone in your brain. And, you know, vitamin C has all kinds of other great health benefits. But who knew that you could eat an orange and feel better? It's Hmm. sort of counterintuitive because oranges have sugar, but that's, you know, Mother Nature's sugar is a different thing than what we were talking about before when I said cut out white sugar. Uh, Almonds and pistachios are two excellent nuts that you can eat that keep your blood sugar from spiking, have lots and lots of good uh, minerals and vitamins and nutrients in them and that's something you can keep in the car or in your purse that's one of the reasons why i love nuts so much because they don't need refrigeration and they're so handy it's like it's like mother nature's fast food right
2: very <laughs> much so yeah <laughs>
7: I just coined that, okay? There you go. (laughs) And I love it, so I'm going to keep using it from now on. (laughs) Um, Also, spinach. You know, Popeye used his spinach to get his muscles strong. (laughs) Spinach is also an excellent choice for de-stressing. And, you know, I'm not a doctor or a scientist or even a nutritionist, so what I do is I research all of these, and I bring them to people who are listening. So I'm not going to even go into the science reasons why spinach and pistachios and almonds and oranges are all good for you for de-stressing. You just can take my word for it because I've done the research. And we don't really need to know why they're so good for de-stressing. We don't know how our computer works. We just know that it's great and we love it, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> so those are some of the foods. Now, um, also, if you're talking about, like, getting your mind to shut down at night. You know, we have that monkey mind that just rambles half the night and makes it hard for us to fall asleep, right? We're, we're, you know, rehashing the day and thinking about all our troubles. And it's good to drink milk. You've probably heard that before. The tryptophan in the milk helps you to settle down, and it causes drowsiness. It's also been shown that tart cherries do the same thing. So you can get tart cherry juice. And drink a little bit of that before you go to sleep, and it helps your mind to settle down. And even though it sounds sweet and it sounds like it would spike your blood sugar, it doesn't it have the opposite effect of making you drowsy.
2: Wow. And is anyway, it tart, tart to drink? I mean, is it really like a like a lemonade without sugar?
7: You know, it, tart cherry juice is tart. It's not quite as tart as lemon lemonade without sugar. But what I like to do, too, is if I do drink tart cherry juices, I'll mix it with a little bit of water. It's kind of hard to drink it full on. Like, you know, people say that it's good to drink beetroot juice, like the juice of beets. That's definitely something that you would not want to drink full on. You know, whenever I've (laughs) had beet juice, I kind of dilute it with a little bit of water. And you can do that with tart cherry juice to taste, you know?
2: Wow. I don't think I've ever had that, so I'll have to look for it. Where do you find a lot of what you're suggesting as far as, like, tart cherry
7: juice? Is that something that the grocery store has? You know, now these days, all the grocery stores have, like, their green section. Yeah. And that's something you would find more in the the green section. But you can find tart cherry juice at virtually any health food store. But don't drink tart cherry juice like, like a normal daytime thing. It's really best drink it at night because it has more of the effect of making you sleepy. If you want something during the day to de-stress, maybe make a spinach salad with some orange spices and pistachios and almonds. Right there, you have like four de-stressing foods in one salad. How great is that?
2: That's amazing.
7: Okay, but what do you do? I'm the devil's advocate
1: here because I'm the one that OD'd on brownie batter. We talked about that <laughs> earlier in the show. Can I do that one. It's Memorial Day. I got one kid homesick. I'm juggling the other one trying to get him picked up from school. I promised him I'd make brownies and I like ate like a quarter of the brownie batter and it really did. I know it sounds awful, it really did make me feel better. But what can we do like you know like you know there are those days like whether you're hormonal or whatever it is that you just want sweet, good, yummy, chocolate, salty, crunchy What do you do when you just have that go-to craving and it won't go away and you can end up eating like me, I'll eat 10 things, but never get that
7: satisfaction. What's your go-to snack when you're like that? Well, for me, I use almonds and pistachios for that because, you know, the the pistachios especially are usually salted. And once you've had a handful of pistachios, you get that salty craving. If then you're craving sweet, go for the dark chocolate, 70% dark chocolate. And, you know, you Everyone's heard by now that dark chocolate is good for you. But I have another tip that has nothing to even do with eating. It's a tip that can maybe stave off that craving until you can get over it. And that is I floss and brush my teeth. Because after all that hard work, I don't want to start eating stuff, you know? <laughs> so, well, yeah, I, I re- funny, I you don't brush recommend your teeth. flossing your teeth ten times a day just because you're having cravings. But, you know, if I'm really craving something, sometimes I'll just have a big glass of water, and then I'll just floss and brush, and sometimes that can tide me over. If not, you know what, just go with the craving, eat a little something, don't have any guilt, that stresses you out even more, and then just get back on your healthy eating. Everything in moderation, including moderation. Including That's,
3: moderation. I love
2: that but is i
7: think, you know, i'm going to make my emergency stash you know
1: i have these emergency stashes for the kids you know like if we're stuck somewhere i can grab them out of the cabinet and i thought well what if i took you know some nuts and put them in there with a square of dark chocolate and threw them in the freezer you know because then they'd be all you know they can sit there for a while and they'll be ready when i'm when i need them because there are times when just nothing else will do but a piece of chocolate and some nuts
7: well you know what speaking of the freezer here's another good tip for, for a snack that tastes like candy you can freeze red or green grapes and freeze little slices of banana. And with the banana, what I like to do is freeze them and then melt some dark chocolate and dip the frozen pieces in the chocolate. And it, it immediately hardens the chocolate because the bananas are frozen. And that is the most delicious snack. And you don't, it, it feels like you're cheating, whatever you're cheating on, but it's it's good for you. So try something like that. And that is good for reducing cravings.
2: Wow. Jackie, where can we find more about you? You were just one of those people that I can never get enough of. I just want to talk and talk and talk. Where can we oh, find more you. of Jackie?
7: My website is dot And I always love coming on with you guys. I can never get enough of you either. So anytime you want me back, <laughs> You know, I always have tips for everything, so happy to come back.
2: We love your tips. Do you have a moment of Zen? We've got about 90 seconds before we have to close. Do you have a moment of Zen every day?
7: Well, yes, I do, actually. I have many moments of Zen because sometimes if I'm feeling overwhelmed, I just close my eyes and take a few deep breaths, and I just know that you just say this will pass or... Another one of my little tricks is 90% of everything I worry about never happens. You just say that to yourself and it's very soothing.
2: I love little affirmations like that, Jackie, because doesn't that just get you over the little hump that's just, because if you've got one thing in your day that all of a sudden is that little monkey wrench, until you get over it, you just can't get on. And those little affirmations are just what we need. We just need to have Jackie Silver follow us around all day long.
7: (laughs) I'd be happy to And give us these little
2: affirmations. Jackie Silver, we want to make sure everyone visits agingbackwards.com. And next week, we hope you tune in. We've got some uh, things that will help you with your uh, Memorial Day weekend. Uh, We've got a a couple of things planned for you. It'll be a pre-recorded show, but we do hope you join us, and we'll appreciate you every time you join us on Military Mom Talk Radio. Thanks, everyone. Bye-bye.
3: Hey.